ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and the rest of you worthless ham and eggers out there, it is Eat Sleep Podcast, Beat FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood. That is Dave Taylor. My chair keeps lowering. I'm not even touching it. But I had I, that I problem <laughs> last week. I didn't know which chair it was, but now we know it's that one. So that's a, that's a thing. Dave will <laughs> periodically just get quieter and quieter as he gets tilted away. Mike's just going away. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, it's, uh, but anyways, we are I'm uh, back. <laughs> wrestling podcast. Uh, Sean and Dave here. Uh, there's lots of ways you can follow us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. Go right into the media tab. ESPR links you to our most recent episode on our SoundCloud. And then on top of that, you can search most of your major podcast apps. Just go ahead and uh, type in ESPR Wrestling and boom, we'll come right up. Subscribe, five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. Lots to get to this week on episode 101. Lots. we got a preview and a review. This might be the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. A preview and a review. So, you know, we're going to kick things off right now for our preview. Uh, and this is a first for us. I'm actually I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. A first, all elite wrestling pay-per-view preview, double or nothing, hit the music, Dave. Double or nothing, ready to fall, taking my chances, I'm betting it all. The night is young, the dice are hot, and I'm taking my shot, so come on and show me what you've got. Jackpot. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go through the uh, double uh, double or nothing card, uh, which seems to constantly be in the air. Uh, but uh, we're going to cover it as best we can. And, I, and I'll be honest, I'm not super familiar with some of these guys. No, I, I'm not either. So I do. So this is going to be some real uh, some real guesses at some of them. I, I will ask you this, because because we know uh, Pac is out and uh, he's supposed to fight uh, Hangman um, Page. Page, uh, is, is that going to be a problem for AEW uh, and, and booking situations? Because he wasn't happy with something. Uh, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what. If it was going to happen and it was going to be a problem, I'd prefer it happen now. You know, so that way they understand if there's an issue with the way they're letting these guys make decisions or whatever, or control their characters or control the decisions. If there's an issue with that sort of thing now, they nip it in the bud and know exactly how to cut that off later and how to form their their contracts. With that. Apparently, uh, Pac was only on like a limited contract with them, okay. so I really don't know that it affects them all that much in the, yeah, in the long yeah. run. And I do think that it was announced early enough out that he was going to be out of it, so that if you were really upset about Pac, they have a better, they still have a chance to sell you on it, and yeah. uh, you can just choose not to get it if, you, if you're mad about that, you know? Yeah, uh, $50 Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. That, that's a tough sell. I mean, I, I, I mean, wanted to is. do well, but I, I just, it's the timing of it, you know. The weird thing about it is, is it's funny because I feel like if this was a normal Sunday night pay-per-view, because it's a Saturday night pay-per-view, yep, yep. if it was a Sunday night pay-per-view, I'd feel good for him. I'd be like, you know what, I think this is smart. I think, I think they, they stand a good chance of doing well on this. Simply because the extra day off, a lot of people be like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and watch it. Yeah. Because I don't have to get up tomorrow. They weren't gonna have to anyway. It's a Saturday <laughs> night, so the Memorial Day weekend doesn't really help them at all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they'll still do well. There's a lot of buzz around the event. Uh, I mean, it's sold out incredibly fast as far as tickets. So is is the price tag going to scare people? I mean, I guess what, what does UFC cost for pay per view nowadays? Oh God, I last time can... I remember actually buying <laughs> one, seventy bucks or something like that. I mean. And that's for the you know ultra HD uh, blah blah oh, blah blah, yeah, and I could yeah. be even wrong on that price point. I haven't, I haven't. Uh, I, I usually go to events and watch these things now. Go to places and watch them as yeah, opposed to yeah, ordering them yeah, myself. Yeah, the bars have them. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't end up buying them myself. But I remember them being quite expensive and splitting the cost amongst us yeah. uh, with other people. 
So, I mean, this is what you get. This is the pay-per-view thing. And this people forget this because we've gotten kind of spoiled on WWE and the ability to watch stuff on their network for 10 bucks a month or 11 bucks a month or whatever yeah. show you're paying now. And I think this will be kind of telling of wrestling fans at the moment. Are you all out of talk or are you going to actually support somebody? Yeah. Because they need you to support them by buying this pay-per-view. I'm thinking about getting together with a couple of friends and buying it. We'll just split the cost. And then are you going to watch it? go, oh, I'm never watching that again. And then two months later, oh, when's the next pay-per-view? WWE still sucks. Uh. I got to be honest with you. Even if this sucks, <laughs> I think a lot of people will keep pushing it Yeah. for a while just because, I mean, look at all the diehard, the diehard, the like <sighs> defenders of Impact Wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. That's been trash for a long time. Yeah, there's good stuff about it, but not enough to outweigh the bad. And it, it, there's still people who defend that staunchly simply because it is not WWE. Yeah, yeah. And that's not a reason to support out. somebody. You know, and, and I've not like I'm, – I'm part of groups, but I kind of unfollowed it because I, I try to avoid spoilers. So yeah. it's like if I want to see what somebody – because it's always the same thing. Or it's a guy from another – you know, country who still thinks wrestling is real or something. Right. And it's like, ah, Brock Lesnar, ah, whatever, or, uh, you know. Uh, well, like, I'm going to tell, you, I'm gonna tell or... you right now, if wrestling was real, real, <laughs> Brock Lesnar would win, would win most of those yeah. <laughs> yeah. matches. Uh, him and, believe it or not, um, uh, Matt Riddle would yes, win a lot of yes. them as well. So let's be let's be clear real <laughs> yeah, quick yeah. about who's who's really dangerous there. Exactly, yeah. Ronda Rousey would just which break she, some arms. Yeah, <laughs> she'd just walk through the women's division. <laughs> I think the only one who'd stand a chance against her maybe would be somebody like Charlotte who's just tall and strong. Yeah, yeah. If she had any kind of training at all, she might be somewhat yeah. threatening, but the rest of the division, not yeah, so Yeah, and Braun's a big guy, but, I, you know, can Braun fight? Uh you know, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to challenge him myself. I but, wouldn't want know. to get hit by him, I'll tell you that, <laughs> yeah. regardless of whether he can fight or not. All right, uh, so. the card. Yes, the card for All Elite Wrestling. Uh, do you want to go ahead and bring it off there, or how do you want to yeah, do it? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Right. Um, we'll go, they got a couple of pre-show matches, which is great, which I haven't heard. Is the pre-show on WGN again, or how do they, how they do it this one? Uh, that's a great question. I honestly don't know the answer. So, uh, Kip Sapien versus Sammy uh, Garuva, if I'm saying that right. Probably not. Uh, this is a regular singles match. I'm gonna go with uh, a guy named Sammy because because uh, Kip's uh, name is not highlighted in Wikipedia, so that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, that is uh, that is some really that's some God. I don't even know how to process that pick you just made. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with Kip Sabian. I don't know much about the guy, yeah. but I remember looking him up earlier and seeing a little bit of his stuff. He's got a Finn Balor vibe to me. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, I don't know why. I'm just going with Kip. All right, they have a 21-man battle ro- casino battle royal. Yes, battle which royal. by the way, they've changed the name of that to the uh, what was it? Um, uh, it was some kind of like the like I can't remember the original name of the battle royal was something really stupid. Uh, oh, like oh, it's like it was like over budget battle royal or something Tuesday like that. Tuesday night dynamite. Uh, yeah, uh, but they changed it to the to the uh, buy-in battle royal. Okay, the buy-in casino battle royal. And I'm like, that's a better name. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, lots of guys in that. Sonny Kiss, Brandon Cutler, Ace Romero, Glacier. Yeah, of all that? people. Yeah, nice uh, to see him doing I, something. Please, can we just keep the theme going with Glacier? He has a long, elaborate entrance to the thing, and then he gets thrown out immediately. Uh, <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr., which I think is kind of cool. Yep. Sunny Days, uh, M- MJF. <laughs> who, well, hats off in the Sunny Days name, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, It's an inside thing that some of you know. Uh, MJF, Joey Janela, Dustin Thomas, Billy Gunn, who we know is working for as an agent, a coach for them yeah, as well. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Havoc. Uh, Michael Nakazawa, Jungle Boy, Isaiah Kennedy, Mark Qu- Ken? Quen? I'm not, I honestly don't know who yeah, he is. Yeah, Quen, yeah. Uh, Luchasaurus and Sean Spears, which is perfect 10 Ty Dillinger, and more. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, TBA. I really love TBA's chances. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, TBA's got a really good shot, Dave. I, I, I do love that Billy Gunn is in this only because I think it's like the good mentoring thing when you see the veterans and the yeah, younger guys. And, agreed. And he could help with uh, – so he's going to probably last longer than you think he should in this match. Probably so just because I think he's going to be in there to – Almost look like oh god the old WWE guy better not win this you know and then he'll they'll drag it out a little bit for the for that drama and yeah. then he'll get eliminated towards the end yeah but but yeah but that that is more just the booking of he's probably producing the match but he's probably helping out in the right. match um I, you know anybody can do this but there's I, three names that jump out at me as real possibilities here. okay uh, Brian Pillman Jr. he's got a little bit of news press lately with uh the, his, he's kind of did a honoring of his father and this that and the other yeah. thing. and I mean from what I understand he's he's very good um, MJF who we all know has a ton of hype. Uh, and on top of that, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, another guy who got a lot of hype in, in some indie wrestling news recently. And unfortunately, with the passing of his father, who was, um, oh, I can't remember his name, the actor from 90210, oh, uh, who passed away. Luke Perry? Luke Perry. That's his father. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, look it up to confirm for me, okay. but but I, I do believe that his son was uh, Jungle Boy, which blew my mind. When I when I read that, because I think I remember it was filling in on Rod, on sports for Rod one day, and uh, I had that detail. Davis analyzing the website quickly, that, uh, as quickly uh, as possible. Looks like uh, it's Jungle Boy. Yeah, um, so there you go, Jungle Boy. Luke yep, Perry's Jungle kid. Boy, Nate Coy. So he goes by. Interesting. Uh, yeah, but so I could see him winning too for a feel good moment in the battle royal, um, the battle royale. So, uh, but really, I think realistically, I'm going to go with MJF. Okay, I'm going to go think with Joey Janela. Okay, MJF's had a lot of hype around this brand yeah. leading up to it. Uh, I think he might be the guy that they'll do it with. He's he's a really great heel. This is the perfect thing for him to brag about. All right, running through the card quickly. Best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Barretta. Hey, I haven't seen that name in a while. Versus I know, right? Angelico and Jack Evans. Uh, I'm going to go with best friends in this. I always like Trent. Jack Evans I'm familiar with. Angelico, not so much. Um, the best friends, I mean, those guys, because that's a, this is kind of a chance for Barretta especially to be taken seriously. Yeah. Because uh, he never really got that shot. No, it was always WWE. so frustrating because well, and was he looked the dudes or whatever the heck. I don't remember. Who's his partner? But, uh, dude, I don't remember at this point. Let me look that up. Um, but it just, I don't know. I never got into Trent Beretta myself at that time. So I, I there just was something missing. I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe the best friends on this one as well. Okay. I think I'm with you on that one. Just I feel like this is a chance for some of these guys that we've seen that have really busted their butts on the independence after WWE. And I'm not saying all of it will be like this, but I think this is a chance for some of them to be taken more seriously. Yeah. And Beretta seems like one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I always kind of like enjoyed him, even though he's like a jobber to the stars and stuff. Uh, the six-woman tag team match, uh, Asia, uh, Aja Kong, mm-hmm. I see Ayuka uh, Sakaz, uh, Sakazaki. Yep, Emma Sakura versus uh, Kurashida, Rino Abi, and Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Ryo Mizunami. Yeah, that one. Mizunami. Yes. Uh, which, realistically, I know the names sometimes are different pronunciations. It could be Mizunami because sometimes they just the U gets It, it amazing. could be, yeah, yeah. We might be doing these wrong. We apologize. I, I, I apologize. The only that, one. This is not me trying to be funny. I just, uh, I'm horrible with names. The <laughs> only one I'm, I'm familiar with really is, uh, is Asia Kong. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going with her team. Yeah. To yeah. win. <laughs> this isn't trying to be funny. This is just, that's the side I'm going with. No, um, no, that that is amazing, you know, name, and not to be confused with Awesome Kong, who uh, later Karma, right? But um, but that that's a lot of talent right there, and, and, and that like when I see this is like you know, and I know like WWE's got Kiari Sane you know or, or Asuka, but like I I and I know and who's the other one that they have that's uh, Yo Shuri Shirai. Oh, Yo Shirai. Yeah, I love that if they could tap into the more of this talent right there because that to yeah. me is a style 
because of my pick of Asia Kong and them, um, watch well, just be saying it wrong. It's like uh, yeah, Aya or something like that, Kong. Well, well Asia um, is like the name of the Steely Dan album. So that's kind of that. what I thought yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going back and I'm making a correction to a previous pick because I think I'm picking too many heels. Okay. I'm going to pick Angelo and Angelico and Jack Evans to beat the best friends. Okay. At that point. Uh, because I feel like I'm picking too many heels to win here, and I don't feel like it's gonna. It's not gonna be a whole a whole heel heavy event. I yeah. don't think. So I'm going back and changing that to them. Okay. And I'm keeping my pick on the women's tag match. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Asia too. Okay. Her team. Uh, the Young Bucks defending the uh, AAA World Tag Team Champ against Good Solution Bros. Um, which Are they? Is it a title match? I didn't think it was. Yeah, it's okay. a title match. Yeah. Um. Okay. Why? Well, I don't know. Uh, Super Kick Party. It should be quite the, the spot fest with yeah, the uh, Young Bucks in there. Isn't that the main event though? I thought that were. I thought they were in the main uh, event. Probably. I mean, as it's listed, I'm, I, well, I think the main event could be Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. So. I think you're right, but I thought they were announced as the main. Oh, event. Oh, it could be uh, because it could was. be the timing thing because like last time and stuff. But is, are the Young Bucks going to headline every show? Right. I gotcha. <laughs> um, I don't know. Either way, we'll, we'll, it, whatever the match, whatever the main event of the evening turns yeah. out to be. I think in this one you get. Uh, I'm gonna go Lucha Brothers. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Young Bucks. I I think because at the point where oh they're gonna win again, it's their promotion. But I think I think as they de- develop as a known entity, going when AEW does television. Okay, fair that, enough. That, that, that's my storyline. Fair enough. Britt uh, three way match: uh, Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, and uh, Kylie Ray. Uh I'm torn on this one. I want to say Nyla Rose. That was my pick too. She she's she's been a part of AEW since uh, for the last couple of months, but also the first transgender woman. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And look, I'm sorry, get as mad about it as you want. If the women in that division have no issue with it, then shut yeah. up. Your opinion doesn't yeah. matter. I I I think that that's to me is is the pick, and I think you know controversy creates cash, if you will. The broth Merrick Bischoff. I think for me, I'm going Britt Baker. Okay, she's a, she's a name people know on the independents uh, very well. I think she's a good face for their division. I think this gives her a chance to stand out and really kind of take that front seat. Okay. So I'm going with Britt Baker. Okay. Uh, SoCal out on center. It's uh, Christopher Daniels, uh, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky versus Strongheart, Seema T-Hawk, and Alita Men. Good job. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Unless, uh, unless it's Linda Man. But, yeah, yeah uh, pretty much. In any event, uh, I'm going SCU on this one. This is another reason yeah, I changed yeah. my pick from to Angelico and uh, uh, Jack Evans because – I feel like it's it's got to be. Hey, you know what? This is good for Kazarian. Yeah, because he, that guy's been a ring of honor for a long time, and just you know, it, it's like it's like why is this guy uh, a bigger name? Right. And, and I've understood that. And Christopher Daniels is the same thing too. But uh, but good for uh, Frankie and that. Uh, okay, here's an interesting match: uh, Cody and versus Dustin Rhodes. In what most likely will be Dustin Rhodes' last match. I think this is going to be it. Is it a retirement match? He isn't. I don't think he's officially said that, but Cody said in an interview he believes that it's his brother's last match. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Cody, right? It's got to be Cody. Uh, Cody should win this one. He's establishing this brand. If his brother really is on the way out the door, you're going to put your brother over on the way out and exactly big hug in the ring afterwards. What I want though, and I I know they had like one or two matches in in WWE or whatever, and maybe because it was WWE style, it like sounded good. But then, like, I'm trying to remember them. Well, the my match problem good? was this: the matches weren't bad. I remember they I, they had a couple of them, and one was better than the others. I just don't remember which ones. I feel like it's not so much that it was the WWE style as it was the limitations they had as far as time, as far as what they could do. Um, because I feel like if this had been a big program, they'd gotten twenty, twenty, you know, twenty-ish minutes to work. Yeah. Uh, 
I feel like I, I you might have gotten more out of it, and it should have been built as a bigger match. Yeah, that's I th- the thing. I, I, it didn't I, feel hot. Yeah, it wasn't like it was hard to get invested in. And I'll be honest with you, this doesn't feel incredibly hot to no. me. It's just kind of like, hey, I'm gonna wrestle my brother. Yeah, which you know is fine. Um, but but maybe, since I don't see this being a long drawn out storyline, which I could be wrong about, but I don't see it being that way, it doesn't necessarily need it. Unless the payoffs after the match, like you said, and Dustin retires and had an amazing career. And I'm assuming, I mean, he was let go. Yeah, because he's granted his release so he could do this match. And maybe this was, hey, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to retire. Maybe that's why WWE let him go. I mean, he wasn't doing anything anyway. They have done a good job of uh, like establishing like the Cody in a way, he doesn't seem to think his brother knows how to stay relevant anymore. Like he's kind of a thing of the past, and that's kind of, so. That's kind of the theme they're building here. Um, but again, I still think Cody wins this. I, I yeah, don't feel yeah, like, I don't feel like he can't. And then there's uh, one match left, which I guess is the main event, main event of the evening, allegedly. Uh, the singles match: the winner faces the Battle Royal winner in the future AEW World Championship match: Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Uh, I mean, it's gotta be Kenny. I feel like it has to be Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's one of the biggest stars in the world right now. Yeah, I mean, you, Jericho you, is you too. Know Chris was on our show last week, and we and, and didn't, can, can, you know, <sighs> couldn't. No, no, no. Couldn't. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, not our call. It was the manager's call. <laughs> um, in any event, uh, I. It's on our uh, it's, last it's, week's episode. If you missed, it. Chris yeah, Jericho's if you need to go back and watch the Nita Strauss interview is really good as well. So yes. you should go check those out. Um. Uh, it's got. I feel like it has to be Kenny, but I also feel like there could be a storyline swerve here, and we get Jericho, because they, you know, he hasn't been shy about the fact about him being there is a is a big deal for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so, more of a commitment. You, you know? know what I mean? It could be like, no, I mean, I, you know, and he could very do a great job with the heel promo afterwards, being like, well, no, I have to win. You know, what well, is it? Gonna, um, now, is it going to be telling that you know who wins the battle royals if is it the face or heel? You know, but I mean, but because WWE booking was always that predictable, but D- as WWE we've seen, booking, yeah, it could be very predictable in that regard. And then if we get a face winning the battle royal, we know Jericho's probably winning the the, uh, the other match. Yeah. If we get a heel winning the battle royal, then we know that's probably going to be Kenny Omega winning the match. Uh, I don't. I honestly don't know. Uh, if they're going to be that straightforward about it because they're so early on. Yeah. Um, they did an interview with Cody the other day, though, which is something promising. He said that they have about six months to a year of storylines planned out already. I like it. Wow. I'm happy to hear that. You I mean they're they... not writing as the show is happening. No. So I'm hoping uh, they stick to their guns on those storylines and, and tell along overarching stories. Um, that being said, I think that Kenny getting to the, uh, the title match and maybe being crowned the first champion makes the most sense. So that's just me. That's just me. I think Kenny. I go I go with Kenny. All right, so there you go. There we go. So there is double or nothing for all elite wrestling. Uh I guess we'll give it a we'll give it a review next week. Yep. Tell you what we thought about it, but uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then when we get back, we're going to do our review of Money in the Bank. So stick around. Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please keep the fan fiction to yourselves. You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. And we're back, and it is time for our review. Money. What was this where Money in the Bank fall? You know, then we had the Vegas thing, so it's a lot of cash here. I don't use play more money music. Okay. okay. That's fine. And there we go. Look at that. <laughs> Sounds beautiful. Dave, great job. Thanks. Appreciate the Foley work you do on this. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> 
We're going to uh, blow right through this, if you will. Uh, the uh, pre-show, which I was surprised it was on the pre-show. Uh, the Usos defeating Daniel Bryan and Rowan. And, um, I mean, it was an entertaining match, but who cares? Yeah. It was a non-title match, and yet again, the champions lose a non-title match. Like, yeah. I don't, un- I do not understand the fascination with making champions lose non-title matches. Yeah, I don't know, because she should be a champion. Uh, it, was, it was a good match for what it was. For, it was for pre-show. Yeah, it was, it was good. It, yeah, it was I mean, a good match. It's it just, just, why was it on the pre-show? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the woman's ladder match, which I enjoyed quite a bit, Bailey defeating Carmella, Dana Brooke, and Ember Moon. Ma- oh Rose, my God! There was, was I thought matches. right away. I thought five minutes into this thing, like three women were injured. Yeah, yeah, because the Carmella thing. Carmella thing looked sketchy. Because w- w- when Mandy Rose came up to her, Carmella's like, I, "Get I, away I, from me!" Yeah, yeah, like like I'm hurt. Like that seemed weird to me. Yeah, you know, I think she legitimately did get tweaked or something like that at that point. Because otherwise, that made no sense. Yeah, yeah. Her pushing her away and not engaging like that yeah. that made no sense. Uh, Bailey legitimately took a good knock to her hip. With yeah. that ladder that came down or whatever, and you could see the bruise, and what she was obviously hurting through that. Yeah, and there was somebody else. I don't remember what happened, but there was somebody else that I thought got hurt at one point too. And I was just like, "Good lord, this is a train wreck already." Yeah, um, uh, I think Naomi got uh, something, or I don't. Maybe. Every every look good, but I was happy for Dana Brooke. She had a good showing. Jane, Dana did have a good showing. I thought it was a good match, you, you know, and you know, I liked I, Bailey winning. Yes, uh, Ember Moon was some good stuff. But yeah, but Bailey. Oh, winning. that eclipse by, yeah, by yeah. Ember Moon was great. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, everybody shined. Um, you know, Nikki filling at the last minute, I thought did well. Um, I was expecting more craziness from her, but uh, you got to uh, slower bring her in. I also want to bring up the fact that um, Sonya Deville is a badass. Oh yeah, yeah, the carry somebody up the ladder, carrying yeah. <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose up the ladder, insane. Yeah, and yeah. I get it, Mandy's not big, but neither Sonya. Yeah, yeah, and uh, still put you put somebody in your back and go up a ladder, and climb a ladder. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, good for her. Uh, Ray Mysterio defeating Samoa Joe. Uh, hey, by the way, okay, and this was like kind of like the theme of the night, but like, like what the hell is up with the officiating? Just like completely, like there's like botch after botch. That know? seemed that one was the most egregious one, though. You know, because that I, was cause I'm really like, bad. Are, are, are they playing this up on the whole like Becky Lynch, uh, you well, know, Ronda no, Rousey thing, or see, it's just, just bad mistakes? That one just seemed like a bad mistake. Yeah. Is what happened there. Um, that that seemed really stupid uh, yeah. because clearly Joe. I mean, Joe's shoulder was clearly not on the mat. Yeah. One thing I appreciated, though, was the announcers going out of their way to say, no, that, that was a bad call or something like that. They're yeah. like, calling it out because when they have to try and justify stuff like that, that's obvious. It just takes away their credibility. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciated them being honest with us about that. Yeah, it, it wasn't was like a bad s- call. somebody going to Corey Graves' ear, oh, don't talk about Ronda's yeah, shoulder. Just, not, don't just, talk about the shoulder. We just not mention that. Great. <laughs> um, no, it's it's – yeah, the the match was too short to be anything really. Joe clearly got hurt early with that yeah. senton. Yeah, uh, busted his nose or his eye or oh, something. Yeah, I yeah, mean, he was yeah. bleeding like crazy, and uh, it got bad quick. Yeah. So I mean, they had to they had to end it. I get it. You don't know what kind of injury that is. Yeah, but this was one of the roll up wins. Okay, well the guy he was going to win is going to win, but that's how. Uh, a steel cage match that um, Shane McMahon defeating the Miz. Uh, okay, th- another questionable. You know, referee call it. They, they kind of covered yeah, it up. Yeah, and here. I, they covered it up by saying that Shane is abusing his power, basically. But uh, I, again, was that a mistake that they were covering it up? Because if they, if it was, that's you know, then okay, fine. Yeah. But I mean, what is with the mistakes? Yeah, two back to back, egregious and it, ones. And I then mean. if it wasn't a mistake, you're not doing a very good jump follow up here. No. You know, so I don't know. I. I that was a big mistake as well. The crowd was angry. Yeah, I yeah. don't understand. I, I don't get it at no, this point. No, it, it did not. I mean, 
I, I guess the right person won because Shane's going to fight Roman at SummerSlam. I'm assuming this is where this That's is That's what going. it seems like. It's heading that direction. You know, which, okay, I, I get him winning, even though we, I think we both And I was fine with how he won, too. Miz kept, oh, yeah. you know, what I, what I love is that he went back to the superplex spot and it cost yeah, him yeah, again. Yeah. And uh, somebody wrote, Miz should never do a superplex again. <laughs> like, he should go up for it and then think yeah, twice and yeah. get down. Um, I, I do think it makes Miz look a little bit stupid but he did try to pull shane back in so yeah. i'll say this a hundred times though i hate 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 escaping from the cage i and that's that's me but i hate it i mean i it, wish the only option was pinfall or submission in the cage it, because it's stupid when a good guy has to try and escape i mean it, it is the wwe style of it because it you know protects like okay you can have a heel win i know without where, getting yeah you, i know you know because i think i think warrior and slaughter had like cage matches when slaughter was a champion but that's how slaughter would you know beat the warrior right you know is that because he wasn't going to pin him again you know uh but all that uh tony nice defeating uh the davari which you know i'm happy for davari being on the show i mean he didn't have a chance but it was fine yeah you know for, uh wait, wait, you know it hats off to him because they were on the main show and they were the third match in yeah and they did they worked really hard yeah and it was a good match. You yeah. just, I mean, but I will say the ending kind of came out of nowhere. With a, it, the knee, just didn't seem like enough yeah, to finish the match to me. After yeah, everything yeah, else it, they did, it, it, it did seem kind of. And that's part of the problem with the spot vest style match is that you do these big moves. I mean, you know, I, he he does these crazy moves, and they're not getting pins. And then he does a, a knee, and he, he pins him. That was always my bone to pick with ECW, where like you yeah. know, they go through like five thousand tables, and then the guy wins on a roll up. <laughs> well, it's like that's Ring of Ours thing, Ring of Honor's thing. We do yeah. nine thousand. Uh, power bomb maneuvers, yeah. backbreakers, uh, 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 you know, whatever they can think of, super yeah. kicks, yeah, and then it wins on a schoolboy, yeah, you know, and it's like, come on, that's at a certain point, that's ridiculous, yeah. Uh, and, and imagine I, I enjoyed, and I tell you what, like the crowd came to life was for, for Becky Lynch defeating Lacey Evans because yeah, crowd was into that, yeah, yeah, because it kind of took a while because I, I thought Lacey looked good, she, yeah, don't I, get me wrong, it didn't look like an elite match or anything like that, but no. she looked good. Well, and for us, not really knowing her style, because unless mm-hmm. we watch her in NXT, yeah, but yeah. she barely is wrestled in WWE. Charlotte thought, coming out right after. I wish there had been a little more selling on her goading her into the match right then. Yeah. Because it was really like Charlotte just kind of came out and said, hey, you want to do this now? And Becky was like, okay. I mean, like yeah. it could have been drawn out a little more like Becky's leaving. Charlotte comes out, you know, walks past her and gets to the ring and gets, grabs a mic. And she's like, oh, yeah. where are you going? I thought you were so tough. And Becky could have been like. And then you easily could have had trainers come out and try and stop her and say, "No, the match is scheduled for later. Don't be stupid. Don't yeah, don't, yeah. don't do this. You're gonna you, you, you know, it's, it's risky. Blah 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 blah." And then Becky looks at the crowd. They're getting hyped. She pushes past them, goes to the ring. You could have done a little more with it. I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, they do for play, the moment. They do play her style of you know she's not going to back down from a fight right. or whatever. But but, but, but play they, it play it more. But they could have had people trying. Like you said trying to stop her. Yeah. Like, hey hey, we know how to like, do this. What right are you now. doing? You don't need to do this right now. You know. I'm doing this now. And and Charlotte she did on Monday Raw. I mean, that's a very Stone Cold thing. Yeah. Yeah, because because Monday was this, like the like the thing with her in the in the the, uh, the iconics and uh, and Lacey, which was like, yeah, let's take yeah. on, you know. And I, I did love um, <laughs> drinking I, coffee. <laughs> I did love uh, what did I sorry she tweeted out. Imagine being so successful that the that they insult you by saying you're Becky one belt. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, imagine being that yeah. successful. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's pretty good actually. Which, which, by the way, Becky, uh, not the sidebar, but she was at some Broadway show, um, and, and some guy came and sat in her lap, which is part of the show. Right. And then that guy was on uh, Seth Meyers the other day. Yeah. 
And then they showed the picture of that, and he didn't know who he sat on. And the Seth goes, "Oh, you sat on, you know, wrestler Becky Lynch or whatever." Right. And he's all oh, good. I'm glad she didn't like throw me back a couple of rows. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the match was good. The match with Charlotte was good. Yeah, it, it, it but was. But it, it suffered from we've seen this before. Well, yeah. Well, I think part of it was, and I think because it was back to back, was that, and the crowd was antsy, is that you knew that somehow something was happening, something yeah. was going to happen, and then, but you know what? And Lacey coming back, which I know it continues. That I still fear. hate the freaking woman's right. I think it's the dumbest finisher. You know, but it was weird because like because Becky almost recovered from that and won on the, on the roll, which was also very yeah. close because the yeah. ref was, and then she wins <laughs> with the boot, yeah, which Charlotte never wins with. I was while. like, yeah, I'm like, guys, can we have some consistency, please? But I think it was coming off the punch. I mean, I get that you know, to a degree, but they also didn't do a great job of selling that. You know, but when like, well, when Becky beat Charlotte like last year for the first time, you right. know, she kind of won with like a like a like a roll through like DDT or whatever, right? Which kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know if that was supposed to be a roll up or whatever. Right, it was, but I mean, but, this is a move that Charlotte does all the time and doesn't pin yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but maybe coming off the punch, it's the second match, I guess. And I, I agree with you. I do agree with that statement. I just think they could have done a better job of selling that. Yeah. You know, the announcers could. Well, they shouldn't tap out. Uh, and then Bailey cashing in, which was great. And, and I, I love this oh, part. Oh, the of crowd Bayley. was so excited for yeah, that. Yeah. So excited. Yes, yes. That was a great moment. Yeah. Good that for her. That was good. That was good. You know, and and just that was a great moment. And, and her celebration too. You know, I know she's kind of moving away from the hugger thing a little bit. Um, yeah, that was the crowd, the crowd was into it, and I like yeah. the how long they gave her for the celebration yeah, too. Yeah. Like they gave her like ten minutes <laughs> of walking did, yeah, around, shaking did. hands, and yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns defeating Elias. Okay, uh, kind of. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles match of the night, match of the year so far. Oh my god, so good. Uh, Seth needed that match. He did. He needed that match. Uh, I mean, it's still early in his title reign, so I'm not too worried about it. But I mean, I agree. I think he needed something to really. Kind of get you to cause some momentum for his title reign. Well, yeah, he needed that. Plus, last year, you know, he had the, the was it the big match against uh, was it Dolph Ziggler? You know, the Iron Man match where uh, you know it was fine, but you know, people were you know just the crowd was doing something different. And then he had the match against Dean Ambrose. Like he needed something to like, yeah. no, like I could be this guy again that I was right, and he was. And not saying like he's you know just because the injuries or whatever else. And AJ is AJ Styles, but. Man, of course, match. yeah, so good, so uh, freaking good. Uh, a decent match, not as good as the previous one. Kofi Kingston defeating Kevin Owens. Yeah, I mean, good match. Nothing, uh, nothing bad about yeah, it. But just yeah. nobody took Kevin seriously to win. He was a fill no, in no. for Daniel, who was still injured at the time, or not injured at the time, but he was injured when they went to him. Yeah, yeah, uh, and whatnot. So it's just you know nobody the, the, took it seriously. Yeah, there was no threat. And then the uh, and then it, in the same vein, Kevin Owens not willing to go to Saudi Arabia, so Dolph Ziggler attacks Kofi on SmackDown. It's yeah. like we get all these guys who nobody's <laughs> going to take seriously because they're just a stopgap opponent till you know because we've got all these issues. Yeah, yeah. So which is weird because Dolph was a guy that was here last time that had the tournament, which like he yeah. gets to the finals and then he loses against Shane McMahon. <laughs> yeah, but so. and then the last match. Yep. You're not even doing it. What the main event? The oh, I forgot it was. All right, hold on. <laughs> So the last match. <clears throat> the main event of the evening. We got to find a way to add echo to that or some reverb. <laughs> a little or, reverb. Yeah, right something. All right. So in any event. The, take the mic out of the bathroom. All right. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, so um, Ali looked good. Andrade looked great. Baron Corbin's Baron Corbin. Drew was good. Finn Balor. Randy Orton was great at the beginning. And, and Ricochet. I don't know how Finn and all that because are still walking. Um, and then uh, Brock Lesnar shows up at the end. Yeah, I mean the match was 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 pretty good. It, it picked then, up because the first couple of matches were like, yeah, eh, it's yeah. okay. Like the women's match is better. And then, and then, and then the match, and then he comes out, and I'm just, I was bummed because I was expecting Bray Wyatt. 
That's what I thought we were going to get. I, Luke Harper, I'm just kidding. <laughs> get out. I, I, saw, I saw your post, and I was going to comment, oh, Luke Harper, because I always predict Luke Harper for pay-per-view. I thought it would be, I thought it would be Bray Wyatt, because they just did that final reveal of his, his new look and everything, and we got nothing. We, get, we got Brock freaking Lesnar. I'm sorry. That ended it like a fart in church for me. That was... That that pay per view ended with a wet fart for me because of that, I, and I, I mainly because there's no real explanation of why he got to be in the match, and there's no real explanation of why he got to come in when he did. Well, okay, the second part I don't get. The first part I get because I thought Paul Heyman's promo on Monday was outstanding. One I mean, of its better. Yeah, ones. it's always Paul Heyman's promos are always good. Yeah, um, and and Brock smiling and acting like the briefcase is boombox. But okay. my point being, but my, yeah, <laughs> my point being. Could he be any dorky for a giant monster? Yeah, he was a big dork. Um, my my problem is that I don't care how Heyman goes to explain it. They just told Braun that if you know because they thought he took oh, yeah, out Sami yeah. Zayn, you're not going to get to take his spot. No, but it's okay for Brock. Uh, yeah, I, I know the inconsistencies there. It yeah, doesn't but, make but, any but you sense. Get, you had to get Braun out of the building. You know. I mean, I get that 100. percent But they shouldn't have thrown in the line of you're not going to get rewarded with his spot. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? They should have just literally left it at, you can't just attack somebody like that. Get out. You know, something along those lines. Had, had anything. Yeah. Don't drop the line about, we're not going to give you his spot. You know, attacked him. You can't have his spot for that. What, what, what I, what I, I have a bone to pick with this match. It, it Maybe just the timing of it. But, like, if you're the guy that's on top. And you hear music, don't stop. Yeah. To describe the damn belt. And especially don't stop and <laughs> stare for yeah. a long yeah. time before Brock finally comes out and makes his way to the ring. He had all the time in the world to grab that well, belt. It should have been, and maybe it's just the timing, it just is how the matches looked. Like he's starting to climb up the ladder. Like he's struggling. And, th- and then, like, you know, the music plays when he's climbing yeah. up the ladder. And as soon as he gets to the top, Rock's like. Doop. Another thing that bothers me, though, is it's like he doesn't, he didn't, you didn't need the music there. This was just a, no. a, a, a critique on my part. You didn't need the music there. I think the crowd would have reacted better. Had Ali been really close, they're watching Ali. They're yeah. not watching the stage because they hear music. They're watching Ali. He's almost there. He's got it in his hands, and all of a sudden, Brock Lesnar's in the ring, and he tips the ladder over. It, you know it, what it, I mean? I kinda, think that would have been way better. It's kind of like, and not to go back to this, but when uh, Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles fought in the Money in the Bank match. Yeah. Or not Money in the Bank, but the, but the ladder match. Ladder match, yeah. And James Ellsworth just kind of came out of nowhere and pushed down a ladder. Yeah. Like, that would have been perfect. He just showed up and then, you oh, yeah, know. Yeah, all of a sudden, you know, he's at the top and, you know, we're, the camera always looks up at them when they do yeah. that. And all of a sudden, the camera, the ladder kind of shakes or tilts and Ali's like, whoa. And the camera pans out and Brock Lesnar's there holding the ladder, looking up at him, laughing. That's way more menacing and crazy. Like, yeah. anything can happen yeah. at this moment feeling than we're going to hit his music and we're going to wait a second before he comes out. <laughs> That's always been frustrating because I thought, like, sometimes they get away with it where, like, people run in without the music. Cause, yeah. Because that never it happened for It makes more years. sense for that yeah, to happen. Yeah, The first time that was WrestleMania 8 with the Warrior coming out, it was a big comeback. I get it. And yeah. They, they kept using it. Yeah. But, but dang it, you know, the element of surprise, you know, because I knew that. I don't like Braun that, having that, this thing. That, that, Brock. Brock, I'm sorry, I don't like Brock. I don't like, wouldn't like Braun either, <laughs> but I don't like Brock having this thing. Because because I I knew that because yeah, I I couldn't watch it Sunday night, but I watched it later. Was that you know I knew I knew Brock won the match, and I'm like, okay, well, is he just going to show up? Because when they cut, I'm like, oh, he's just going to run it, and then the damn music plays, and all he's just standing there with a briefcase in his hand, going, well, I guess I'll just oh, wait. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Is it Brock? Oh my god! It's Brock! <laughs> you know, it, dude, you could have pulled it down five times. Uh, but not, not, not a bad match. Uh, or a, no, it wasn't. It, it just ended the pay-per-view overall. on a sour note for me, and I was yeah. really bummed I stayed yeah. up to watch that. 
But um, it, it does give something for Brock to do. I don't need do something nothing. for Brock to do. I don't need him to do anything. That's the thing. You've got guys floating on the roster who are there every week who need something to do. Well, Brock doesn't. Well, they have something to do now, Sean, because the one thing we'll talk uh, about, Raw, is the 24-7 title, which, by the way, what was up with Mick Foley's voice? Because he just sounded completely – I don't know. If I just heard a recording and you go, that's Mick Foley – but what the hell was that? I don't know. We'll talk about that in a minute. So stick around. Uh, well, hold on. Before Money in the Bank, we'll give it a rating out of 10. Uh, I give it a solid 8.5. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that bad. Fair. I mean, it was a good, it was a good show. Maybe an 8. But the, but the you know, because it didn't have the excitement that I was looking for. Watch so, the ladder matches. Watch, still good. Watch the women title matches. Watch the, watch the, the men's title matches. And, yeah. The universal title matches yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. So that'll be that. And we'll... Uh, Oh, boy, we'll talk 24-7 when we come back on ESPR. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like Seth Rollins. Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. (laughs) (laughs) The Miz. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, something, another thing? Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps. And we're back, and the only thing I really want to talk about from Raw and SmackDown this week <laughs> is something that just made me so mad when I saw it. Mick Foley's out there with his weird voice and talking about this new title they're going to debut. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, it's Mick Foley. It's got to be the hardcore title. Yeah, hardcore's coming back. Which even then I'm like, but that doesn't make any sense in this day and age with their deal with Mattel and everything. That doesn't work. So what could it be? Like, maybe a television title is what it's going to be. Now, first of all, I'd like to point out, the second I saw he was going to debut a new title, I went, why? You have, what, six titles now that yeah. you don't – singles titles. Yeah, yeah. Cause between you, On you, the main roster, I mean. Like, between the, the two main titles, the two secondary titles, and the two women's titles. Yep. And you don't know how to book I, book all of them well enough. No, like, to keep no, because I, I, I forget that Finn Balor's your Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, God knows we needed a twenty four seven title. Well, this is the title for guys that we don't know what to do with on the show. But that's the thing. I don't need a title for guys you don't know what to do with because the, they're still not going to mean anything, and neither is that title. No, the second he took that atrocious looking green uh, monstrosity out of that bag I audibly if you'd have been in my house Dave <laughs> I'd have said why are you here and then you would have heard me go Ugh! it was so ugly first of all oh, I think the crowd even poo pooed it oh of course how could you not how can you justifiably not crap on yeah. this that was when the hardcore title started turning into a joke was when it became 24-7. Don't get me wrong. It made for a few it funny was, things. It was funny. Crash Holly did a great job right. with it. But after that, it was just like, It made a doing? few funny things, but then afterwards, it was unnecessary. I, I, There's no reason for this title. There's clearly no booking really being done with it. It's just, well, I just throw guys. They just run after them. Uh, also, by the way, makes your title look great when anybody can win it at any time, right? And they run right past... Uh, Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin, who couldn't care less. Yeah, boy, that makes the title look important, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong; I don't care what Corbin does with his life, but I mean, they should at least be interested in the title because it's a title, right? Yeah. yeah. No, they're not yeah, because but, even they know it sucks. And, and here's the guys that are going for the title: the guys you have nothing for. Poor Cedric Alexander. 
Sad. Because uh, he deserves better. Well, Drake Maverick was, he's not really involved. He just happened to be there. No, I'm, see, and I'm fine with a guy like Drake Maverick being involved because he's more of a comedy character. He's he more is, of a yeah, talker. Like, like, he's more, you know, it's he fine. He just kind of showed up, and I, and I get that. But uh, EC3, really? Because we have nothing Yeah, because we got him. nothing for him. We slammed him through a, a stage, yeah. and now we got nothing for him. Eric Young, poor guy. Another guy who could be doing so much more. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, Good Brothers, they're on TV. Uh, they got it. They got to be on their way out the door. Uh, Mojo Raleigh, who we quickly forgot about his new gimmick. Oh my God! Yeah, he has a new gimmick, and we're just like done with that. Like we're not even gonna pay attention to it. Like yeah. forget that we you know advertised him and built him up. We're no, we're done. Yeah, No Way Jose doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Uh, okay. But again, that's my thing. I get enough of No Way Jose in regular segments. I don't need him also no, in this. No. No, and this is the thing. This you. is just a throw people on television thing for a nonsense thing. I saw a report in the, the other day. Because nobody's watching. I saw a report the other day that said that the USA Network pushed for this title. <laughs> okay. First of all, if that's true, I'm gonna need you to bleep me here, Dave. Okay. I just want to make a note or something because you need to bleep me here. Uh, if that's true, <laughs> USA Network. Okay. Because that's the worst thing ever, and you're guaranteeing I don't want to watch. I no joke have now been just jumping away from it, like. I didn't watch it live on television. I watch it on Hulu, generally speaking. But I tell you what, if I'm watching live, which occasionally happens, and the U- and that 24-7 title pops up on my screen, I'm changing the channel right then, at that moment. That is my, that'll put a lot of butts in the seats moment where I change the effing uh. channel. Like, that's what's going to happen. And it's just, it's, it, I hate this thing so much. And I get it. You and I try to try like be forgiving about things that are fun. Things that are, there are there is room for lots of things on this show. Yeah, I, I there get, are, yeah, yeah. and, and it, things it serve a, a purpose. It was a silly segment that served no purpose. Right, things serve a purpose, and I get that to a degree. But this, there's no benefit here because you're not doing any solid booking. You're not getting anybody over with this. No. You're not getting the title over. No, they're doing anything for Titus. They're doing anything for Bobby it's, Roode. It's literally like a time filler it, belt. It, is it, all it is. It fits our truth because it's our truth. And he, but right. But I I would have been a bigger fan of this if they had not done a reveal for a new title. I would have been a bigger fan if our truth had just shown up with this thing and started walking around with it regularly. And people were like, what the hell is that? And somebody asked him one day, and he told them. And so then some of the crazier characters started getting involved behind the scenes with it. Him. Uh, Drake Maverick, you know, the weirder people yeah. on the right. Even Eric Young, because he does the crazy gimmick but, sometimes. It, it could have been like, but, you, but your, like your favorite guy, Zack Ryder's internet championship. And maybe he just uh, events a championship. Uh, it's a, hey, I'm going to do this belt. You know, I'm going to fit it all the time. Right, right, right. But this time we could make people care. And and again, it could have been a fun thing to do every once in a while, you know, to have, have as a gimmick, yeah. you know, for our truth in them. The fact that you had Mick Foley present this like it was supposed to be some sort of prestigious thing that we're unveiling is a joke in itself. And, and yeah, the crowd poo-pooed it because they thought, oh, it's going to be the I really, I really want Triple H or somebody to show up one week and be like, yeah, um, when they're all fighting over it, and just walk out and be like, hey, by the way, that's not an official title. Mick just brought it out. You know? And like, uh, why are you guys beating the hell out of yourselves for that? I would, I, I want that to happen so bad at some point. Like, if you, if you give me that at the end of this, okay, <laughs> then I'm in. But that's not going to happen. I just, dude... <sighs> I'm yeah. so irritated by this. This title this title alone proves to me that they are on this continuing trend of not knowing what's wrong with their show. Uh, and it What do we do with the third hour? Oh, uh, okay. They promise change is coming. Though, even though it's 24-7, it can only be defended in the third hour. They promise change is coming, <laughs> and they delivered on that. They got new names. They uh, gave us the wild card rule, and now they've given us a 24-7 uh, title. So I hate to break it to you. They made good on their promise, but they're at least on the part of giving us new stuff.
but not on the part of listening to the fans. This is yeah. not something anybody wanted. You know, and I'm not saying you can't ever watch one of these 24/7 segments and laugh at something that happens. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you can never enjoy it. I'm just saying overall, this thing serves no long-term benefit to no. anybody or anything. No, 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 no. So. Unless, like, was it Raven or uh, like Steve Blackman? You know, somebody's gonna hold a title for. You know what it is? It's it's probably something they're gonna do at house shows. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Why don't you just come up with a house show title and just do yeah, that? Exactly. You know what I mean? The, I non, the, the non-TV title. Well, well, this should have been the you know a TV championship. It would have been great because that was like one of the cool things about the NWA back in the WCW. I'd have been fine with a TV, TV title. Championship matches. I'd have been fine with a TV title because I've always liked that idea because it means you can keep the other champions out of matches. Yeah. You know, yeah. this title is defended on television but shows. I, I love that stuff. That was I was not a huge like WCW like fan in like the late 80s, early 90s. But I love the TV title when, yeah. when they have those matches. You got guys like Arn Anderson wrestling. Like, yeah, I want to watch that. Or Bobby Eaton or some of those guys. Those are the guys. Those were like the wrestlers, wrestler, if you will. Those are like the a workhorse I, title. Yeah. yeah. So, not, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But uh, not happy. So, yeah, to end the show on a happy note, don't forget to bleep me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's it this week. Uh, we had to get that off our chest because we have not been happy about that this week. No, no. We just kind of looked at each other when we saw each other. Like, really? Yeah. we, really? we uh, not, not when we saw each other, but when we brought up the title. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> just when we saw each other. Like, really? So it's in always, any event. always say hi to each other. No. Yeah, really? really? So, uh, that's episode 101. Episode 102 next week. We'll give you a review of Double or Nothing and uh, probably talk more about. Uh, well, we have an NXT TakeOver next week. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting that's separate from a show now, from yeah. our pay per view. Yeah. So we got an NXT TakeOver and we've got. Uh, it means um, a super, super showdown. Or, I don't or, care. Uh, I can't even begin to. I may not even cover that really, Dave. I don't know. Those things kind of stand alone. And I, I don't know if I have any interest in it. We'll see. But in any event, is that this weekend? No, Super Showdown's June 7th. Okay, so it's a little late. So we have start. NXT next week. So another review preview and another review. Yeah, another review preview next week. Holy crap. A 50-man battle royal, by the way, for the Super I Showdown. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, uh, Reigns is fighting Shane McMahon at Super Showdown because they couldn't don't. wait to SummerSlam. That's fine. Whatever. In any event, <laughs> I'm more excited about next week yeah. when it's going to be the review of All or Nothing and the preview of TakeOver. That should be lots of good stuff to talk about. Yes. So make sure you turn in next week, episode 102, uh, when we eat, sleep, podcast, and... Repeat. <laughs>